Your Steve Jones Show podcast will start shortly. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Brewers Outlet, your beverage supermarket on Reagan Street in Sunbury. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. For the weekend Friday edition of the Steve Jones Show, News Radio 1070 WKOK. We're at stevejonesshow.com and get our podcast. It is free. Looking at the podcast numbers, they've been going up. So if you're listening that way, thanks for subscribing on iTunes, Apple Podcast app, Google Play. Search Steve Jones Show, hit subscribe, and then we drop the shows to your smartphone and tablet. So while you're on the go doing whatever you're doing, you can. Listen to us anytime, anywhere. Plus, you can go to stevejonesshow.com and access three months of previous shows on the podcast archive page. Friday edition of our show always brought to you by Brewers Outlet, the beverage supermarket, Reagan Street in Sunbury. Get what you need for Final Four basketball this weekend. Lots of action from Minneapolis. Baseball and so much more, so you don't want to get caught short and run out of your favorite drinks and beverages and beers and sodas and water. And Brewers Outlet special going on through Tuesday. Bush and Bush Light 30 packs, fifteen ninety nine, And convenient in and out of the supersized beverage supermarket. Brewers Outlet in Sunbury. Stop by and get your snacks, fresh roasted peanuts, the pickle bar, hot sauces, and so much more. Brewers Outlet gift card. Make a nice little extra gift for the Easter basket later this month. Just saying. So we're less than a week away from the start of the Stanley Cup playoffs. We'll talk Penn's hockey. It's been quite a while since we've had Pittsburgh Penguins historian Bob Grove on the show. So Bob will be joining us later. Also, Barry Sferluga, uh, the outstanding columnist for the Washington, Washington Post. He had a great write-up earlier this week on Bryce Harper's situation uh, during the offseason and the hot stove season uh, before signing with the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, Barry was there for all seven seasons of uh, Bryce's campaign with the Nats. And uh, he's been with the Post about a decade and a half, close to 20 years. So he has also seen the uh, transition from Maryland, from the ACC, into the Big Ten Conference. So we'll get some uh, hoop conversation going and Bryce Harper, uh, Bryce Harper conversation, too, uh, with Barry when he joins Steve next hour. And we'll wrap up the week with Steve's brother, Kevin Jones. He'll check in from Connecticut. Of course, you can check in as well on Facebook. Uh, give us a like and follow us on Twitter, our Twitter handle, at SteveJonesPSU. With you live till 5 on WKOK, then we'll have the Late Day News Roundup. Taylor Schultz will be at the anchor desk, and then tonight... At 6.30, we'll go to Citizens Bank Park for Phillies baseball. Start of a three-game weekend set with the Twins. Both Twins and Fightins are off to 4-1 and one starts. 
as that interleague series begins this evening. But two teams are coming off uh, entirely different emotional results. The Twins rallied from a 6-4 eighth inning deficit to earn a 7-6 win against Kansas City on Wednesday for their third straight win. Uh, the Phillies, though, suffered a meltdown in their series finale against the Nationals, giving up an 8-6 eighth inning lead and losing 9-8 on a bases-loaded walk by closer David Robertson. Robertson signed a two-year, $23 million free agent contract in January, did not record an out in the ninth, allowing a hit while walking three. He enters tonight's contest with an 0-1 record and an 18.0 ERA in three appearances. Robertson said postgame on Wednesday, I'm just tired of doing bad out there. It's probably three of the worst outings I have ever put together. Robertson went 8-3 and three with five saves and 21 holds and a 3.23 ERA in 69 games with the New York Yankees in 2018. The Phillies' top three relievers, Robertson, Sir Anthony Dominguez, and Hector Neris, have combined to allow 10 runs on nine hits and six walks and two home runs over seven innings. Phillies manager Gabe Kepler says, I saw our bullpen as a strength coming into spring training. I see our bullpen as a strength now. I just don't think we've had our best games yet as a pen. Fortunately for the Phillies, the team offense is clicking, averaging just under eight runs per game. Bryce Harper batting 500 with three home runs and five RBIs, while Michael Franco is hitting 400 with three home runs and eight RBIs. Now for the Twins, their pitchers were taking batting practice in Kansas City in preparation for their first visit to National League Parks. Uh, the Twins also play a two-game series against the Mets on Tuesday night before they return home next weekend to host the Detroit Tigers. So we'll have that for you tonight on WKOK 630. We'll have on deck and then 705 first pitch with Scott Fransky and Larry Anderson. Memphis Grizzlies assistant Jerry Stackhouse has been hired as the men's basketball coach at Vanderbilt. The school made that announcement earlier today. Stackhouse and Vanderbilt agreeing to a six-year contract. Stackhouse said in a statement, I'm extremely excited to join the Vanderbilt family looking forward to furthering the unique approach to athletics, blending a powerhouse competitive spirit on and off the court. Besides the six-year deal for Stackhouse, Vanderbilt has pledged to upgrade its financial commitment to the program, including increased assistant coaching salaries and budgets. Stackhouse is an 18-year NBA veteran. He was the G League Coach of the Year in 2017. Also spent two years as an NBA assistant with stops in Toronto and Memphis. Vanderbilt dismissed Bryce Drew as coach after a winless 0-18 SEC season. And a quick NFL note, earlier this season, the Cleveland Browns traded one of their two starting safeties, Jabril Peppers, uh, sent to the Giants as part of the deal that brought Odell Beckham Jr. and Olivier Vernon to Cleveland. Now they've uh, filled another hole, according to longtime Cleveland Browns beat reporter Mary Kay Cabot from the Cleveland Plain Dealer. The Browns are going to sign former Steelers safety Morgan Burnett to take over Jabril Peppers' role in the secondary. And also, NFL Network's Ian Rappaport added Burnett will sign a two-year deal with the Cleveland Browns. He'll slot in the safety spot next to Demarius Randall, who himself was acquired in a trade from the Packers last offseason. They'll team with Denzel Ward, Terrence Mitchell, and T.J. Carey in a secondary. 
It'll have the benefit of playing behind what should be one of the league's best defensive lines. The Browns still could use some more quality depth on the back end, but getting Burnett to solidify one of those safety spots, a nice pickup for them. NFL draft, three weeks away. How about that? And that means the NFL schedule will be coming out ahead of that, too. So I would think that we'll catch the NFL schedule two and a half weeks from now, give or take a day. That usually comes out close to a week, at least, what, five to seven days prior uh, to the NFL draft. So for sure, we'll be ramping up our draft talk. And for sure, we'll be wrapping up our uh, Penn State talk as well next week as we're a week and a day away from Penn State spring football wrapping up and the annual blue-white game. That'll be a 3 p.m. kickoff just a little after 3 uh, next Saturday, April 13th. Steve and Jack will have that for you here on News Radio 1070 WKOK and streaming at WKOK.com. So we look forward to hearing from Bob Grove, Barry Sverluga, and Steve's brother, Kevin Jones, on today's show. A quick look ahead to next month. Of course, we will be taking part in the annual Truman H. Purdy Memorial Golf Tournament. That'll be on Wednesday, May the 8th at the Susquehanna Valley Country Club to benefit the Greater Susquehanna Valley YMCA's. Milton and Sunbury, so if you don't have your team together, get you and three others together for an excellent day of golf, either a morning or an afternoon flight. Do the morning flight, then grab some lunch, or if you do the afternoon flight, you can do that and then uh, take in the dinner and the prizes, and of course, all for a great cause. And you can contact the Sunbury Y at 570-286-5636 to book your foursome for the golf tournament. We're going to be doing a special broadcast the day before to officially kick off the Purdy Golf Tournament this year. On Tuesday, May the 7th, we'll do our show live at Penn's Tavern, south of Sunbury, off Route 147. Look forward to that. So we'll be there that afternoon from 3 until 5. And then once the show is done, have a nice little gathering. And it's also an extra opportunity for you uh, in case you don't golf, but you want to support uh, the Greater Susquehanna Valley YMCA and come out and join us on Tuesday afternoon, uh, late afternoon, early evening, uh, May the 7th. And make your donation, join us in person, and enjoy some great Penn State conversation, golf conversation, too, with, of course, Steve here with WKOK. So we'll take a quick break. Get back into more of the show in just a few. Bob Grove, Barry Sverluga, and Kevin Jones all on tap as we head for the weekends. Once again, our podcast, if you missed any of our shows this week, uh, we also had uh, uh, Devin Still on last week promoting his uh, latest book. And uh, if you didn't get a chance to hear that, got that on the podcast and stevejonesshow.com. So hit subscribe on iTunes, Apple Podcast app, and Google Play. Simply search Steve Jones Show. Back in just a moment, Brewers Outlet Friday, Steve Jones Show on WKOK. Party time, game time, or just fun time. Doesn't matter what time it is, because it's Brewers Outlet time. The Beverage Supermarket has the area's largest beer selection. Imports, microbrews, ciders, and domestics. Pick from over 100 ice-cold 12-packs and dozens of 24-ounce singles. Soda, snacks, hot sauces, fresh roasted peanuts. Make it one-stop party shopping, and don't forget the pickle bar. So whatever you're celebrating or just doing it up, Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, Sunbury, wants to see you. And thank you for your years of patronage.
Friday edition of the Steve Jones Show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, the Beverage Supermarket, Reagan Street, Sunbury. Steve soon will be in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, Ford, Lincoln, Hyundai, North 4th Street, Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors, Kia on the strip, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. So we talked about the Final Four coming up tomorrow in Minneapolis. We're also closing in on the Women's Final Four, Women's College Basketball. And this is a women's college basketball story that has popped up within the last 24 hours. Hall of Fame women's basketball coach out of North Carolina, Sylvia Hatchell, is under investigation over allegations that she made racially offensive remarks, including, quote-unquote, telling that her players would get hanged from trees with nooses if they did not improve, end quote, and tried to force players to complete serious injuries and compete through serious injuries. It was a report that was... In the Washington Post, cites interviews with over half a dozen people with knowledge of the investigation, including six parents of current players. The Tar Heels placed Hatchell and three assistants on paid administrative leave. They are reviewing the program, saying in a statement the review is due to issues raised by student-athletes and others. Washington Post conducted an interview yesterday with Wade Smith, Hatchell's attorney, and said the racially offensive remarks attributed to Hatchell by parents are incorrect and misconstrued. There's not a racist bone in her body, so says Wade Smith. Very high percentage of the people who have played for her are African-American women. She is a terrific coach and a truly world-class human being. Hatchell released a statement also earlier this week saying that she would fully cooperate with the review. And says that she's had the privilege of coaching more than 200 young women in her 44 years in basketball. And my goal has always been there to help them become the very best people they can be on the basketball, at, on the basketball court and in life. I love each and every one of the players I've coached and would do anything to encourage and support them. They're like family to me. I love them all. North Carolina said in a statement Thursday it would have no further comment until the review is completed. Hatchell's a 2013 Hall of Fame inductee, winningest women's basketball coach in ACC history, with a career record of 1,023 wins, 420, uh, 405 losses, and also had a uh, national title with North Carolina in 1994. She was diagnosed with leukemia in 2013, underwent chemo in March 2014, and returned the following season to lead the Tar Heels to a 29 and 6, 26 and 9 record. Sylvia Hatchell. Uh, but you know what? Uh, interesting driving experience. Ever driven along and then suddenly see an object in the middle of the road and realize that you're staring at the underside of a car? <laughs> car flipped. Wow. And was on its side in the middle of the road. I saw, I, a car, was, I saw a car, it was sitting on its roof, it was completely flipped over, and this was probably, I want to say, three or four years ago, and I just left the house, and it was early December, and I think it was like the first snowfall that season. Yeah. Someone just went too fast and flipped over. and. Well, this is the intersection of South Atherton and Branch Road, so of course I've got to go down Branch to get in here, right? I'm guessing... Because the police weren't there yet. They were just arriving <laughs> as I approached. 
that uh, one vehicle is trying to pull out a branch and got hit by the car coming down Atherton, and there's a curbing there, and I think it flipped it. Well, obviously it flipped it, but there's a curbing there, and I think hitting the curbing then flipped it, and the car was on its side. Not on its roof, but on its side. So I kept looking at everybody saying, why are they in the other lane? Why am I the only one in this? Well, I guess there's a reason why I'm the only one in this lane. <laughs> okay. Which side of the car was facing up, the driver's side or the passenger's side? Uh, it was the uh, facing up. It was okay. the passenger side. Okay. Yeah, the passenger side was facing up. Like, uh, this is unusual. This may take a little longer. <laughs> it's like, holy mackerel. And the police were, were just getting there, finally. Like, holy mackerel. So, obviously, sounds a little different experience. Yeah. A little different experience. Yeah, the women's Final Four is tonight. I know it's a shock to see UConn there for a 10th consecutive year. Fifth time in 10 years Notre Dame's been there. Third time in the last nine years Baylor's been there. Every once in a while a Louisville makes it, a Mississippi State makes it, a South Carolina makes it, a Maryland makes it. This year Oregon is in. Now, the King is all, I mean, the King is already locked in tonight to the 9 o'clock game. The King is a big UConn women's basketball fan. Huge. We'll let him break it all down for us. He'll do a better job than you or me. <laughs> <laughs> Agunga Wally is still on Notre Dame and Katie Lou Samuelson plays for UConn add to that I'm a little sketchy on the other players (laughs) a little sketchy today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet Reagan Street in Sunbury When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Sunbury Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. 
Now, from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. And today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket, imports, domestics, microbrews, best selection of beer anywhere. And on a Final Four weekend, the great Brewers Outlet special between now and Tuesday, Bush and Bush Light 30 packs, just $15.99. Maybe you prefer wine coolers, water, soft drink snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. And the pickle bar led by the barrels and the dills. Indeed, second to none. All at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, and Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. And we're in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Women's Final Four tonight, opening game, Baylor, Oregon. Nightcap will be Notre Dame and UConn. What's interesting, though, is that the Final Four in women's basketball is on ESPN 2 tonight. It is not on ESPN. Because remember, if it's Friday night, that means you have to carry for ESPN in their $1.4 billion contract, they carry the NBA. So you are not going to have... Is that, expect the ratings to be a bit down tonight, because no matter what, you can tell, oh, it's another TV. No, anything that's in the ESPN2, to be honest with you, always is lower rated, no matter what it is. Now, the championship game... What, geez, the championship game? I assume they're going to take Major League Baseball and move it to ESPN2, put the championship game on ESPN. But it's on ESPN2 tonight. Hmm. Then the men's Final Four is tomorrow on CBS. So the, this year you expect the men's ratings to be way up this year. And not because of the who's there, the matchups, or anything. It's, instead of being on TBS, you're on CBS. And so because you're on CBS, you're going to have higher ratings, more viewership. It's just the way it is. Uh, let's see. Bob Grove in a few moments. Barry Sverluga from uh, the Washington Post columnist will join us. And then Kevo, final half hour. The I always love, I heard this the other day, uh, last night. Somebody said, well, the Penguins backed into the playoffs. You know what? That's one of the more ridiculous things I've ever heard about teams backing into a playoff spot. They backed in. Nobody backs in. Who the heck backs into a playoff spot? You play an entire season. You have more wins, more points you're in. That's not backing in just because the other team lost. That's that's one of their losses. With that, uh, the Penguins are in. We bring in Bob Grove. Bob, it's been too long. Great to have you with us again. Uh, Steve, thanks for having me. It's uh, it's always great to chat with you. Okay. Uh, I want to ask you about the playoff format and how teams get in. Do you like what the NHL is doing with the current playoff format? I, I can't get up in arms about it the way some people have. You know, they're upset that you've got big teams 
facing each other earlier than you know maybe they should. I mean, quite frankly, you know, I go back to uh, let's go back to the early '90s. You know, the Patrick Division days yeah. when the Rangers were one of the best teams in the league, and they had to go through the Penguins or vice versa. The Penguins had to go through the Rangers just to get out of the Patrick Division. I don't remember anybody complaining about it then. So this is a relatively new complaint, and I, I don't have any issues. The, the rules are set out before you start the season. That's right. So figure out how to get your way through it. That, 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 that I feel exactly the same way. I'll, I'll give you a baseball example. 1987, the Twins won the World Series that year. And everybody's like, oh, they won nothing but home games. Oh, excuse me. The rules were if you win more games than anybody in your division, you get in the playoffs. If you're the first one to win three out of, out of five, they let you go to the World Series. And if you're the first one to win four out of seven, they give you a trophy. <laughs> what, yeah. what rule did they break? <laughs> no, exactly. No, I'm with you. And I mean, hey, look, the playoff format is set up. Quite frankly, you know this is to is to uh, either invest in or create rivalries. Yes, I mean that's the way it Absolutely. works because the NHL is still a gate league. Let's not oh, let's not right. re- forget. This is not the NFL. It's not the NBA. Which of the major sports leagues has the least amount of money they get from broadcasting? It's the NHL by a landslide. Yep. So it's a gate-driven league, and you've got to drive attendance. How do you drive attendance? You drive it by creating or uh, you know, enhancing rivalries. Well, let's, I'll get to that in a second. But when you look at uh, – my feeling is with the playoffs now, in any sport, I don't care if if it's the NFL, the NBA, whatever. To me, just get in. Just get to the tournament. Once you get to the tournament, anything can happen. And to me, the Penguins have done what they've needed to do. Now, can they figure out a way to get 16 wins? Yeah. No, exactly. And that's the that is that's always been the mindset. Um and you know, I think the days are look, there's enough parity in the National Hockey League. Um, these days, uh, that okay. Look, some of the sixteen teams have no chance of making a long run. Right. But many, but many of them, if things come together, can do it. And uh, you know that's why clearly Tampa is the best team in the league. Okay. But sorry, don't hand them the Stanley Cup right. just yet. You know the Penguins were the best team in ninety two, ninety three, and they didn't even. They were the two time champions. Everybody was ready to hand it to them, and they couldn't even get out of the second round. You, that is the charm, that is the appeal of the playoffs, is if I get there and I get my stuff together, let's see what happens. Right, and and how many President's Trophy winning teams win it? Yeah, I mean, right. That, that's, that's an over and over and over again thing. I mean, yeah, if you and I were to go over to the Vancouver Canucks trophy case from years gone by, we'd see some President's Trophies and no Stanley Cups. Right, and I think the recent example, if I'm not mistaken, is the Washington Capitals, mm-hmm. I believe, were President's Trophy winners yes. in both years the Penguins won it. Yeah. And then last year they weren't, and they won it. I'm pretty sure that's true. So Yes, exactly right. Exactly right. <laughs> All right, so now let's get to level of play going in. Uh, you know, obviously, you can get your own momentum by winning game one in, in a tournament. But how do you feel about the Penguins' level of play the last two weeks? Uh, you know, it's. I think in general they would tell you it needs to be better, and for me, that's that's really resolve, revolves around one thing that's been happening to them the last couple of weeks, and that's that their special teams have let them down. Yeah. Now that wasn't the case last night. You know, their power play came alive, but if you go back the last 
two, three weeks, the one piece of their game that's really been missing is they haven't been scoring many goals, and that's in part due because their power play, which is still one of the best in the league, has really been underachieving, and their penalty kill was was a train wreck, quite frankly, going into last night's game. So that part of their game has not been good. But I will tell you this. I mean, they lost four games in a row in early February, and then after that, they have they've only lost six games in regulation and going into last night's games the only team that's lost fewer is Tampa they'd lost five so there's a lot of talk about the Penguins being up and down which has been absolutely has been somewhat true at times this year but when I look at the big picture of the last couple of months uh, I really don't have any problems with the way the Penguins are playing Matt Murray has fueled most of it and um, you know they've been they've been pretty good well last night Chris Letang played almost 26 minutes and more than five of that was on the on the power play and a couple of minutes shorthanded as well. What does he do to what they want to do? Well, look, when he's on the power play, it's a better unit. He's been he's been a better performer on it. He doesn't pile up a ton of points on the power play, but when he's back there as the quarterback, he he understands the way that works and the way those guys like to make plays with each other and the sorts of tendencies that they have, Malkin and Crosby, whether Hornquist is in front, Kessel. He gets it better than any of them, and he has the skating ability to go from one point on one side to the other point on the other side quicker than anybody, including Justin Schultz, who, you know, part of his game is also to play the power play. But so he, for me... Latang doesn't have to put up points on the power play to be a big part of it because he helps in the entry as well. But I'll tell you what you get. The big thing for me that you get when Chris Latang comes back is the two things. Number one, his skating ability mm-hmm. gives, him the, gives him the potential to get you out of a four-checking situation all by himself and nobody else on the team on defense can do it quite the way he does it. So that's good. And the other thing it brings you when he's in the lineup is he jumps into holes. He comes late on plays. He's not afraid to try and be creative with the puck as he's coming up the ice through the neutral zone or getting it. He will he will create even strength offense better than anybody else back there on the back line. And the Penguins need that. Yeah. Well, and this goes to something I was talking about the other day with uh, I was talking about Zion Williamson. I said Cassius Winston, you know, for. Michigan State to be good, he has to have the ball in his hands. I said, just his presence on the floor, Zion Williamson helps Duke just by being on the floor and doesn't have to have the ball in his hands. I feel the Tang's presence, especially in the power play, there are times where he doesn't have to have the puck, in my opinion, Bob, because now defensively you have to account for him. Yeah, no, absolutely. And he, and like I say, he will jump into open yeah. space, and if they can yeah. get him the puck, and he's been, he's been. Look, if he was healthy, he'd be leading the team in shots on goal this season. That's how good he's been sure. at getting pucks to the net. That was a piece of his game that has been up and down through the last four or five seasons. His ability to get pucks through traffic, he's doing that so much better. He, he's really. He's having one of, if not his, best season that he's ever had. Probably I go back to 15, 16 and say, you know, it'd be hard-pressed to match how effective he was in the second half in the playoffs that year. But he's been really good, and having him back is just huge. Uh, what about Gino Malkin now, and, and where's his progress? Uh, well, I thought he looked really rusty last night. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he didn't look a whole lot different. I mean, Gino is, he's, here's the bottom line. They need him. They need him badly. He's, he's put together the worst goal scoring season of his career. 
He's still throwing pucks to areas. He's throwing no-look passes to nobody. Um, his game is off. It's been off for most of the season, you know, after a really good start. And um, it's not about motivation. Gino is, you know, he wants to win as badly as anybody. But his execution this season, it just hasn't been there. It hasn't been there good enough. I mean, they need more from him. They need him to start scoring some goals. And, uh, you know, the hope, obviously, for the, for for them is he gets back. He plays a couple games here. I would expect him to play on Saturday. I don't think they're going to – Penguins are going to rest him. He'll play him and uh, then have him um, – be a factor in the playoffs because we all know. I mean, my guy, he's a cons my trophy winner, and, and you know yeah. he can do this. He can do this, but he, it's not been a good season. It seems inexplicable. <clears throat> I mean, to see all that the, the the great he had that one moment. Jeez, I don't want to say it was about a month ago where he had a couple of games back to back. You're like, okay, he might be getting on track, and then mm-hmm. you know, then he got hurt again, and uh, yep. it's, it's it's been amazing to see someone of that skill level talent that's a hard worker he's not he, as you said he's not sloughing off it's just it just for some reason he is a half stride off at everything he's doing is that fair yeah i mean he doesn't he doesn't he it, he works hard but he doesn't work smart steve a yeah, lot of times that's that's, that's, that's his issue that's always been his issue is you know if gino looks up and it's him against three guys yeah. He's going to try to beat them all. Right, I know. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, you, you sort of like part of that, but you really don't like the part of it which says, you know, 99% of the time in this league, I don't care who you are, it isn't going to work. So let's not do that. Let's try something different. Um, and he's, you know, he's looking to pass the puck sometimes when he should be shooting it, shooting it when he should be passing it. Um, so there's, you know, there's something missing. In his game this year, especially um, that he just he needs to rediscover in a big, big way. That's why it's interesting to see if Kessel and he play together in the playoffs. Because if you look at their plus-minus numbers, um, they're pretty brutally bad. And um, Gino's had his worst year in that sense too. And that's because he backs himself into situations that he can't get out of um, because he's not maybe doing it the smart way. Um, he's trying to do too much. Uh, he doesn't simplify it. And if those two get going, look out. Right. But if those two don't get going, it's look out the other way. It's for me, it's there's no way the Penguins can make a long run if those two guys aren't playing at near the top of the right. game. Your stars need to be your stars, which yep. is which is exactly what you just said. Give me somebody that's slightly doesn't have to be completely, but slightly under the radar where <laughs> you think they're capable of being good right now that could be a real help to the Penguins moving forward. Yeah, so for me, if you when you start thinking that way, I'm going to go to the two guys they got from Florida, Nick Bukestad and Jared McCann. Yep. Um, McCann's been he's got great speed. He's been great for them on the penalty kill. He's had his moments of scoring goals. He unfortunately, well, he tends to score them in bunches and then go uh, a long time without scoring. And he got put up on Crosby's line last night. He's played uh, center and wing for the Penguins. He's never been in the playoffs in his NHL career. So he he is a guy there's something there's something a little special about him. You can tell there's an intangible quality to the way he plays the game that I think is going the Penguins are going to really benefit from in the playoffs. So I would watch for him 
Um, he's a guy who doesn't wait around for someone else to make be a difference maker. He tries to do it himself, and I'm really anxious to see how he plays in the playoffs. Now, Bukestad's had a couple of games of playoff experience, not mm-hmm. much, but he's been pretty good on the you know the second slash third line while Malkin was out. Um, and he's a guy who simplifies the game, has great reach, has pretty good speed for a guy as big as he is, and loves to get pucks to the net. And when it comes time for the playoffs, you like having players like that. And we all know the Penguins have plenty of players who are always looking to make one extra pass. Mm-hmm. So Duke's yeah. that is a guy who I'm really anxious to see, too. Bob, it's always a pleasure. It's been too long since we've had you on. Hey, it's been great talking to you, see. Yeah, Bob Grove. Talking hockey with him, always enjoy that. He's uh, one of the better analysts out there without question. It's one of the reasons why we like having him on. Today's show brought to you by our good friends at uh, Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. We'll come back with more in a moment on News Radio 1070 WKOK. All right, great to have you with us on the show today. Uh, the women's uh, championship games at on at six on ESPN, and then it's Sunday night baseball at eight thirty with the Dodgers and the Rockies. So that's what you have coming up now. The men's final four is on CBS. You will get higher ratings this year for the men's final four than last year. So if you see any stories along the way on the web or in a paper about Ratings jump for Final Four is to be expected because after being on TBS last year, being on CBS this year, that's how you know that's how it's going to happen. But if we get an Auburn Texas Tech final on Monday night, that'd be interesting to see what the numbers would be for that. You just have the casual fan saying, "No, I'm not going to see that. I'm not. That doesn't that doesn't trip my trigger." Or it's like, "Wow." These are two teams I did not expect to get in the final game. So maybe it'll make for an interesting game. Who knows when they'll ever get to this point again. Well, it might I, take a while to get there again. Again, because it's on CBS, Yeah, I think that's the difference maker that you know, it maybe it won't be uh, that game won't like, whoa, it won't knock your socks off. But because it's on CBS instead of being on TBS... Now it, it it's going to generate a higher rating. Maybe not mammoth. And look, let's be honest. Yeah, I mean, we're not talking about Cinderella teams here. But, yeah, because just when we get to this point, you may have those leisure fans. Oh, I'd just like to see two Blue Bloods go at it. Well, if Duke were to play North Carolina. Oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> That'd have been bonkers. Yeah. So, I mean, that's... Duke's going to play North Carolina. You have, Wow. They would be, uh, that'd be what they were aching for. So, now, if you have, you also have a chance at a better game, too. And the final score 42 40. Oh. <laughs> it's like that UConn. Butler game a few years ago. Oh my goodness! I'm gonna say Virginia, Wisconsin. Like whoa! 
Yipes. Well, but yeah, but again, you know what's interesting about um, about Virginia and Wisconsin when you bring that up is this. You notice how the two programs started advancing deep into the tournament once they started playing <clears throat> better offense? You notice that? Not that meaning not, is, not meaning faster tempo, just better offense. Just or would that mean kicking the tempo up a little bit? No, just they're they're better offensive teams now. I think that's that's a big, big, big difference. They're better offensive teams now. And I think that's made that's made a huge difference in who they are. Just being better. All right, great to have you with us on the show today. Next half hour, Barry's for Luga. We'll talk to him from the Washington Post. That's what Barry's going to bring to the table. We're going to talk about Bryce Harper. But he also covered the Washington Regional, Cassius Winston, some comments made by Mike Krzyzewski on the NCAA, and one and done. Your station for news, weather, business, and CBS Sports Radio. News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury and on WKOK.com.